Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Welcome, one and all, especially you blood suckers, to the Real Film Nerds Podcast, episode number 285. For those of you not paying attention to what we review, this week we are talking about a vampire movie, specifically a vampire hunter comedy movie starring Jamie Foxx and Dave Franco. Stay tuned, kiddos. A big, big giveaway I've been promising is finally here. Let's see how many of you paid attention to our Facebook. I already posted it today, and I posted it in our friends group, so we'll see how it goes. Anyways, with me as always, nude as always, I'm starting to think in the Mysterious Mike Talent household Clothing is optional in the home at all times. So uh, that's kind of awkward, Mike, but it's all right. I'm glad, you know, I can only see from the waist up. Mike, how are you? I'm doing good, man. Uh, I'm excited for our giveaway uh, this week and uh, talk about this this new movie. Okay, Mike. So this is kind of my pick, kind of your pick. I suggested it. We both agreed on it. It looks like fun. This week we're talking about the Netflix original Day Shift. Mike, uh, do your thing, kind sir. All right. So Day Shift was directed by J.J. Perry. It was written by Taylor Tice, uh, Shay Hatton. It's starring uh, Jamie Foxx, Dave Franco, Natasha Bordizo, Megan Good, and it's about a hardworking blue-collar dad who just wants to provide a good life for his quick-witted 10-year-old daughter. His mundane San Fernando Valley pool cleaning job is a front for his real source of income, hunting and killing vampires. Okay, Mike, so we're not going to talk about the giveaway until I think the end of the podcast. We're going to make people listen all the way to the end. I think that sounds good, right? That sounds wonderful, Matt. So let's go ahead and talk about Day Shift. Uh... You know, I I thought this movie was fun. It's kind of exactly what I expected. I wanted more humor, I guess is a nice way to put it. I wanted it to be a little bit funnier. There are some really good, funny scenes. The action in this film is very, very good. I really liked it, including one particular scene where they uh, think they're only hunting a couple newbie vampires, and it turns out to be a whole hell of a lot more. I thought that was a blast. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, this, this, uh, it, to me, um, I don't know. It was, it had aspects that I liked, but it wasn't quite what I wanted out of it, I guess. Like, I, I guess I'm with you on the, I, I would have liked to see some more humor in it. It's kind of like a, like they were going for like a zombie land type movie, but I know it's vampires, but that kind of style kind of, I don't know. I don't know. It, it seems like a mashup of of s- some of the movies that we've seen before, kind of like your your blade with some of the story building in on this. And I, I was also thinking of uh, from Dust Till Dawn a little bit because some of the kind of humor in it is is a little ridiculous, like that movie. So I don't know. I'm not saying it was bad. I, I I enjoyed myself. I thought it was good. But uh, I just wish there was a little bit more comedy on it. 
and maybe a little bit more on point comedy. Some of it is very, very funny, especially towards the end. There's some scenes we can discuss later. But uh, um, I also feel there's some elements of John Wick in here because they work for an organization called uh, The Union, which is very much like John Wick in a way. Uh, they have, you know, uh, uh, dental plans and all that. I kind of liked that more than the overall story, the idea of vampire hunters being in a union and they have day shifts and night shifts and they punch clocks and they have union reps and like people that follow them. I like the idea of that almost more than I like the idea of the story. So I wish that would have been explored a little bit more, but, um, I think Dave Franco was fun. He played a really nerdy guy for the majority of the film uh, we can talk about uh, spoilers later, you know, what goes on with him and uh, Snoop Dogg and a few of the others. But uh, I'll just throw it out there right now, I, since I just dropped his name. I, I have to say, this is the first time I've ever seen Snoop Dogg not play Snoop Dogg. He legitimately was trying to act in this. He was trying to be a vampire hunter. And I think it's one of the most refreshing parts of the film. It was uh, the first time I think I saw Snoop Dogg also try not to be Snoop Dogg. And uh, I I don't know. I thought his acting was eh, it was. I'm not saying his acting was good. I'm not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it was nice to see Snoop Dogg in a film trying to act instead of just being Snoop Dogg. Okay. All right. All right. I, I, I'll I'll give you that. Uh, Jamie Fox uh, in this was uh, was okay. Um, I think he could have done a little bit more with some of his stuff with his character, but you know, he, he came across as, as a uh, caring father and kind of, there's an urgency, uh, to get some stuff done. And you, you, that definitely comes across fine. I guess it's a minor spoiler. Uh, not that bad, but he's hiding the fact that what he does for a profession from his family, you find out later that was a big, uh, uh, contention on why uh, he is no longer with his family and why is he he's alone because of his job and how the hours worked and how g- much he was gone and things like that. Uh, so I would have liked to have seen a little bit more about that, maybe a little bit more about Jamie Foxx and how his character got into vampire hunting. Why are there so many damn vampires in California? I mean, we know that's where Lost Boys take place. So maybe they're just migrating down the coast. They're getting closer and closer to Mexico. I don't know. I mean, you know, Dust Till Dawn took place in Mexico. So maybe they're migrating up and down and just converging in L.A. Yeah. Yeah. That seems like the logical uh, solution, Matt. You know, everybody's moving to California, right? Or, well, not right now, but they were. No, uh, as far as I know, they are moving to Arizona. Ah, yes. Yes, and if anybody needs to get a house, Matt can help. Yep, especially if you're coming from California. I will help you relocate to the beautiful Prescott, Arizona. The uh, Everybody's hometown. There we go. I got it. There's the motto. Nice, nice. Good job, Matt. Um, yeah, this... You know, uh, Dave Franco's character in this movie was uh, was funny. Um, he just kind of nerdy support dude, so that that was fine. Um, yeah, I mean the movie's you know it's 
it's a lighter movie. It's it's kind of serious stuff, but also has kind of light stuff. I don't know. It's not. Uh, let me try to see. Gore. Is this? It's not terribly gory. I wouldn't call not it re- gory, but there's a whole lot of murdering. Yeah, yeah. There's murdering. Yeah, definitely. There's some body dysmorphia stuff, at least at the beginning, like with the uh, um, the very first vampire we encounter, you know, she moves quite interestingly with her arms and legs and all that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if that's really considered body dysmorphia because that's more of a mental disorder, but there are, yeah, uh, different shape, not shape-shifting contortionists there we go and i think that was practical if i'm not some of it was practical there's no way all of it was practical yeah it looked like it was a a a contortionist i don't know some of the quick editing was a little bit annoying not a fan of the editing well okay mike i i think you should do your section so we can start spoiling more of this film because i keep like wanting to touch on some stuff that I enjoyed, but I can't really without spoiling it. So, um, should I ask myself what I'm drinking? No, 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 Matt. Okay, Matt, okay. What, what what are you drinking this fine morning, evening, afternoon? <sighs> okay, thanks, Mike. Whew. Thanks for asking, Mike. Um, I'm just drinking nothing special. I just have another uh, Michelob Ultra because I'm a fat kid. Okay. All right. Well, I finally uh, got through my uh, Bud Light Limes and uh, now am on uh, something called uh, uh, Brew uh, Brew Pit, and it's an American IPA. It's it's a it's a beer that I got from Aldi. So no more Bud Light Lime. How many of those did you have? You had a thirty pack. No, dude. It was just a twelve pack. It took you like three weeks to get through it, huh? Well, yeah, you know, it's, 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 uh, yes, it did. Your, uh, your beverage consumption is going down in your old, old age too, Mike. I'm, I'm thoroughly disappointed. It is. It is. Okay. All right. So talking about disappointment, Mike, what is this week's dad joke? I got dad jokes. I don't think they understand though. Gotta think I'm funny. Other people never laugh though. Dad jokes. Oh man, dude, that was a good segue, man. <laughs> you you always love these so much, man. I do. They're my favorite part of the whole pod. It really is. So, when do you stop at a green but go on red? Are you talking about lights or or? Just a general question. Is it when I'm driving or is it when someone else is driving? Because if it's when I'm driving, never. When someone else is driving, it's always. <laughs> okay. Well, the answer for this one, Matt, is when eating a watermelon. Wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. I will have to write that one down because that is definitely one of the worst so far. <laughs> When do you stop on green and go on red? Wow, when you're eating a watermelon. Wah, wah. (laughs) Okay, all right, all right. I'll move on. Mike, how does the Netflix original Day Shift relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? 
All right, Matt. So uh, this one wasn't too difficult. Uh, the movie's uh, composer, uh, Tyler Bates, also uh, worked on the soundtrack for the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Well, all right, Mike. Good job. Good job. None of our main characters are in the MCU at all, huh? I don't know. I'd, I would think Dave Franco might have something somewhere, but you would, I don't know, probably not. Or maybe Snoop Dogg. We need to get Snoop Dogg in the in the uh, MCU. That would be awesome. Uh yeah, yeah. As long as he's not too much of a major character, unless he works on some of his acting skills. Yeah, just have him be like a a, a sidekick in a Deadpool movie, you know, or maybe someone that gets murdered in a Deadpool movie. You know, maybe like X-Force. You know, they had all those people from X-Force that just got eradicated, which was really sad. Because X-Force is, like, really fun. It's a really fun comic. And they just got just fucking obliterated. And Deadpool was that, too? God. Yeah, that was Deadpool, too. Yeah. Just fucking obliterated. That was so funny. I really did not see that coming. That's totally some some move that would have come out of a Deadpool comic, though. Okay, so I will stop talking about Deadpool. Let's go ahead and uh, start spoiling this bitch. So if you don't want to know plot points and spoilers of Day Shift, um, go ahead and fast forward you know, another 25 minutes to the uh, giveaway. So, all right, Mike. Snoop Dogg with a freaking minigun. Awesome. That was so much fun. It was, it was fun, but there's no way he could have held that thing, man. It was so ridiculous. Oh, there's no way. I mean, his hands would have been full with blunts. <laughs> uh, the, yeah. Um, Matt, what what did you think about the um, selling of the vampire's fangs, like like as a like a market? It's kind of interesting concept. It was because how they explain it in the film is that the fangs are almost like uh, like fingerprints in a way. You can tell how old the vampire is. You could tell. Uh, all kinds of different things based on their fangs. And I thought that was quite uh, interesting. I, I don't know if they were so much paying for the fangs themselves or it was more that they're paying for the murder of the vampire in the, the union or whatever it was. But uh, I, I thought it was interesting. And then how the, they could tell the newborns versus the, uh, the elderly and the elderly had like razors on their fangs and stuff. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. I think they could tell, like, uh, what clan or where they kind of well, hailed from or yeah, something. Yeah, there's, like, three kinds of... They explain there's, like, three kinds of vampire... I'm not sure if it's, types? like, breeds or... Yeah, types. And based on, you know, uh, which type it is and how they interact and how they interact with each other and if they are solo or where they came from, all that stuff... They didn't go too deep into that, but that that's one of the things they can't tell with the teeth, yeah. Yeah, so I'm not sure. I, I wish they would have dove into some of that stuff a little bit more, but uh, it's okay. I mean, you know, it was, what, hour, 50 minutes, so it might have been a little bit long already, right? Yeah, they could trim some of the fat on the other stuff and add some things in to help develop with the story and the world. Because there wasn't a ton of world building. I mean, there had to be a ton of world building in some levels because this is a brand new story. But uh, there's other things that leave you asking questions. Um, I liked the uh, Nazarian brothers. 
that was really, really fun. And the one brother is very famous from his uh, role in Shameless, the TV show. And so that was even more fun watching him try to do an accent. And it was just awful. His accent was just awful. <laughs> uh, but I loved their cover. They're a, uh, and it makes sense. They're totally bros. I mean, they're like, kept calling each other bro. They're like the, the bro vampire killers. But uh, their uh, fake company made sense, Stereo Installation. Yep. That's all you got out of that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, you're right. It, it did make sense. Stereo. Two brothers. One left side, right side. Yeah, the bros. You know? The bros. They're bros. I mean, Mike, you know, every single time you've went and taken your car in to a stereo company, it's usually a couple bros, isn't it? I mean, we know you like your big 15s in the trunk with, you know, you have your babies in the back and they're just, that's how you get them to sleep is with the 15s just thumping. Yeah, man. Yeah. No, I haven't, I haven't, dude, I don't, I haven't been to like a stereo store in forever, man. Like, I don't even know, I don't even know where I would go if I wanted to get like some nice custom speakers and stuff put in my, my car. I don't know. Fatherhood has changed you so much, Mike. I mean, you used to brag about what was your what was the deck you had in your car? Chameleon? Yeah, Chameleon. Yeah, dude, that was awesome. You, yeah, it looked like it wasn't there. I think you should resurrect it. Put it in one of your cars now. In the minivan. I don't know if they s- still make it, but I mean, you probably buy it on eBay. We could find you one. We can get you one. That's your that's going to be your uh Christmas present, Mike. I'm going to get you Chameleon. And then you're going to have to put it in the minivan. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. And a pair of 12s. Not 15s. We'll just go with 12s. Yeah, yeah. We can save some space. Yeah, well, you got to have somewhere to put the stroller and the, you know, all those things. That's true. <laughs> Maybe we'll take out the vacuum and put in this, the speakers there. You have a vacuum in the car? Yeah, dude. My van has a vacuum. Like built in? Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense when you have kids. It makes sense to be in a minivan, but that's weird, dude. Yeah, man. It has every feature that you could have. That's the weird one. Like, what other weird features does it have? I'm intrigued. We have, like, double sunroofs. Eh, that's not that weird. I mean, now if if it's a sunroof that like starts at the driver's seat and goes all the way to like the very back, like third row, then that's fucking weird. But double sunroofs isn't that weird. I, I think we had double sunroofs in one of the vans when I was growing up. Yeah, but I mean, it's like something you're never going to use. What am I going to do with the sunroof, man? Look at the sun. We get enough sun. We're good. Tan? I mean, dude, telling you with, you know, not wearing clothing right now, you got some spots you could really use. That's true. That's true. But, I mean, no, man. does the naked rules translate to the minivan, too? <laughs> Maybe. But <laughs> that's that's like a weird feature, man. Uh, it's got a plug in it. That's cool. Like a normal plug. Um. I don't know. It's got all kinds of stuff. It's ridiculous, dude. Okay, all right. I'm going to get HDMI connectors for the monitors. 
Well, that see that makes sense because then you can plug it into like, you know, your tablets or whatever, and you can have whatever displayed on the screens. That makes sense. Yeah, man, it does. I mean, a vacuum makes sense too. It's just fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I'm gonna stop talking about minivans, Mike. We are here to talk about vampire killing, which is in the exact opposite spectrum of a minivan. Although, you know what? That's your fucking cover. That's your cover, Mike. You are a fucking uh, babysitter, and you roll up into your minivan, you hit a button, the vacuum and the DVDs all go away and fold up, and then you know out comes all your guns for lighting people up. Dude, you're right. No one suspects the minivan. Yeah, it'll be uh, Daddy and Me babysitting. With mysterious Mike talent. <laughs> All right. Well, you heard it here first, everyone. When you get into vampire killing, that's what's what's going down. You know, one thing that they didn't touch on that they always freaking have in anything like vampire. You know, like um, what we do in the shadows, interview with the vampire. You know, any of these vampire movies you can think of is disposing and feeding on people. And you really don't see that in this, like, at all. Like, at all. They don't ever, like, touch on that topic. Oh, yeah, you're right. They don't. Like, they don't talk about how much they feed. They don't talk about what they do with the bodies. They don't even say that... You don't even see someone actually feeding unless they're killing someone to turn them into a vampire, like, spoiler, definitely, is Dave Franco. Yeah, I think that's that's only... yeah. I don't know. They they didn't focus on that. Now, being a uh, vampire hunter slash auditor or whatever the hell his job title was, do you, I, that's where I don't understand. Because you would think being in the union and being required to kill vampires, they would have had to have taken Dave Franco out at the end of the film. But clearly he goes back to work at the union, which I really don't understand. So is there a loophole or something? Yeah, I'm not sure, man. I don't know. I'm just trying to think about this stuff, you know? Like, it's just... It it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, some of it. Some of it does. Like, uh, the neighbor next to Jamie Foxx. The neighbor that moves in suddenly. She doesn't have anything, and then he sees that one dude who he thinks is a vampire, and then that's it. That was, you know, very uh, predictable that she was a vampire. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, And I think he even kind of figured that it was which is why you know later on but i don't know what do you think of the drone shots in this mike uh I, they were fine for this one yeah nothing great yeah but i don't think they like overdid it like uh with the gray man that we reviewed a few weeks oh, ago Oh god dude yeah too much too much so i don't know him like personally but i know the kid that or he's not a kid, he's probably in his 20s, that did the uh, drone shots for this. And they were showing some behind-the-scenes of him doing it on one of his um, uh, Facebook group things that he has or whatever. And the scene where uh, they're in, like, a Darge Charger and they're, like, going down the street, you see the drone come through the car and, like, up and out. That's yeah. That's a dude, It they showed it. He's sitting in the backseat holding the drone and they start the takeoff and he puts the drone underneath he, while it's recording he moves his hands really slowly underneath the the uh uh sunroof speaking of sunroofs and then it 
the the um, pilot takes off through the sunroof and then chases down the other cars. Oh man, that's interesting. I wondered how they did that shot. Yeah, like a little bit. That then that's cool. So you know the guy? I don't know him personally. But I follow a bunch of his stuff. You know, he was one of the early on uh, FPV racers, and he built a pretty big name for himself. Um, I don't know him personally. He lives in California. He's done a lot. Not a lot. He's getting into doing a lot of drone camera work. And it's specifically because of his FPV racing. You know, it's it's kind of cool how that's working out. So he took his hobby and racing and turned it into a career working for production companies mostly tv shows i think this is only maybe a second or third movie he's done oh cool man well that's that's neat yeah he's he's a cool he's a cool guy he's very humble even when he was at the top of you know his game on racing and winning all kinds of shit he was still very humble unlike a lot of the guys that just get cocky as shit but you know they're young kids what do you expect yeah yeah so anyways all right um I don't want to keep rambling on about random shit when we have a giveaway to get to, but uh, Mike, let's just do this before we get to our ratings and what we're going to watch next week. Do you think people should sit down and watch this movie or no? Well, I mean, it. so I guess I will caveat it is if you like vampire movies, then yeah, watch this movie. Uh, otherwise, I don't know. It's It's okay. It has some decent humor, but you know, you could skip it. I'd say watch it. I think it was fun. If you are into vampire movies or Jamie Foxx or Dave Franco or, you know, uh, the buddy cop comedy, it's fun. It's fun. I'm not going to say it's something you must watch, but if you're looking for something to watch and you want something a little bit more original, I say check it out. Why not? I, I enjoyed it. I didn't think it was amazing. But I didn't think it was terrible either. I, I think it's right in the middle. And so, Mike, uh, that brings me to my rating. We'll see where you're at. But uh, I give this one a three out of five reels. Oh, okay. All right. Well, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I don't think I quite liked it as much. So, uh, my, yeah, mine's uh, two and a half reels. That's still not, not bad for a movie that you're saying you don't like. Because normally when you say you don't like a movie, you're at least a two, if not worse. So... Two and a half, Mike. You are getting soft in your old age. Yeah, yeah. I mean it. It had some stuff that I kind of like, so it's it's not terrible. I don't know. It just I don't think it answered. It just it didn't quite seem to get everything put together in a way that I liked it as much as it could have. Like the potential was there. There was some decent story building and stuff, but then it just I don't know. Yeah, I wish there was some more world building. I wish there was a lot more comedy. I think it really should have been funnier. I think they should have had more. I'm not going to blame the actors because the actors, they're comedians on several different levels. I'm going to blame it mostly on the writing. I think the writing should have been funnier. I would have liked to have known more about the union. I would have liked to have learned a little bit more about the vampires themselves and what all they do and why are they all in LA and what all's going on and is this how it is everywhere? Do we have a union here in Arizona or back east or whatever? So I, I just, there's a lot of things that were unanswered that I would have liked to have been answered. So, there. Mike, next week, I'm going to officially dub it your pick. We're talking about an Amazon Prime 
original? I don't know. Everybody just keeps calling their shit original. So an Amazon Prime original. It is based on a true story, but it is not a documentary. It is a movie. Mike, uh, why don't you tell us about it? Your pick. Oh, okay. Um, so we are going to be reviewing uh, Ron Howard's latest movie, um, uh, 13 Lives. And this is about, uh, like like Matt said, this is based on a true story. And it's about a rescue mission is assembled in Thailand where a group of young boys and their soccer coach are trapped in a system of underwater caves that are flooding. So if if people remember from, what is it, 2018, Matt? Do you remember? I don't year? remember the exact year. It's been several years. N- not a ton, obviously, but it's... Uh, let me see if it's on IMDb. I'm looking at IMDb now, but I don't know if I'll get it. Uh, I, I don't want to spend too long, but I, I think 2018 sounds right. Holy crap, dude. It's a long movie. It's two and a half hours long. Oh, yeah, it is two and a half hours long. Wow. Okay. Well, anyways, I don't I don't see I I don't remember. It's. It wasn't like a long, long time ago, but it's in recent history. How's that? Recent history. Elon Musk was a multi-billionaire and threw a bunch of money at trying to help, too. So if that tells you the timing, it's within the last five years, I would guess. Yeah, yeah. But uh, any, anyway, uh, it looks it looks interesting, Matt. Um, and I don't think I've seen anything from Ron Howard in a while, Matt. Do you remember his last movie he did? I think we watched and reviewed his last movie that we did. Uh, he, he did that. We did. He did. Um, gosh, let's see. Um, I Just because I have IMDb pulled up, I'm going to look. But I'm pretty sure we did. Um, there's 13 Lives right there. Uh, no, that's a documentary. He, he's he been doing a lot of documentaries. But he's always, Oh, yeah. He, yeah, Solo. Yeah, he's done we'll a lot of Wars documentaries. Story. But yeah, he did do Solo. That's one of his last big films. Yeah, all these are TV documentaries. He does a lot of that stuff. Oh, In the Heart of the Sea. He did that one. Forgot about that movie. Um, Documentary. Um, that's a documentary. Yeah, Solo. It looks like Solo was his last big film. He did one, two, three, uh, four documentaries in between after Solo, though. So, hey, nothing wrong with that. I, I kind of like Solo, but uh, I'm not going to talk about that. Uh, he did Inferno and The Beatles, Eight Days a Week Again documentary. But anyways, okay, so next week we're going to watch uh, 13 Lives. I'm excited about it. I think it'll be uh, interesting. It's Ron Howard. I don't think it's going to be that bad, you know. And the story, I mean, everybody was riveted by the story. I mean, it was just crazy. Absolutely crazy yeah, what all went yeah. on. Yeah, pretty unbelievable and uh, pretty amazing that they were able to get him out. Uh, spoilers, sorry. Okay, so here we go. I know all of you have been waiting for this moment. We got it, Mike. We got the approval. And here's the first part of a two-part giveaway. Now, I'm not going to tell you when the second part is. But, uh, Mike, we have digital codes for, in my opinion the biggest movie of the year top gun maverick all right man top gun maverick dude that's 
That's amazing. That's a lot of fun, Matt. So what what do you think we should do for this giveaway, Matt? I, I think you have some ideas. I had a pretty good idea. I was trying to figure out if you thought it was a good idea, so I was texting it to you. But uh, here's my thoughts. Being an airplane nerd and an airplane buff is uh, send in to nerds at realfilmnerds.com or matt at realfilmnerds.com or mike at realfilmnerds.com the answer to our question, what military aircraft that was not in Top Gun Maverick is one of your favorites? All right, Matt. I think that's good for the nerds out there. I know. Why don't we just also, why don't we just have... uh, some people send in uh, their favorite quotes from either the original Top Gun or Top Gun Maverick. Okay, fine, fine. We'll have both. We'll have both, one or the other. Or hell, just do Mike's. Mike's is more fun. If I had to, you know, I, I, I'd say the F-22. I love the F-22, Mike. The F-22 is baller. Okay, all right, man. I just, uh, you know, for the, the average listener, I think I don't know if they want to start Googling around stuff. So let's just have them... You know, give us a quote like, you know, um, oh, I feel the need, the need for speed. Yeah. 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 That's a great one. Or, uh, talk to me, goose. <laughs> yeah. That, that's a good one. Or in the new one, talk to me, dad. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. So, so it looks like you're giving uh, our listeners lots of hints. So <laughs> I'm just trying to help. You wanted to make it easy. I made it even easier. Damn it. All right. Thanks, man. D- uh, do you have, uh, d- do you have to do some business? Oh yeah, dude. We got to help. We got to help. Paramount's helping us out again, dude. Paramount is just killing it. This is like three or four in a row for us, I think. So they're liking what we're doing. They're liking what you guys are doing. So we're going to keep going. So, all right, here we go. Here is the business for, again, Easily one of my favorite films of the year, if not my 100% absolute favorite. The only reason I say that it's not is because we still have quite a bit of the year to go. So it's going to be a challenge to, you know, do better than uh, Top Gun Maverick, in my opinion. So let's do this thing. See Top Gun Maverick in theaters and now bring it home on digital. Tom Cruise stars in the spectacular action-packed epic which critics are calling one of the greatest movies ever made. I agree. Buy Top Gun Maverick on digital now and dive into over 110 minutes of incredible behind-the-scenes bonus content available at participating retailers. Top Gun Maverick is rated PG-13, and again, it is from our friends over at Paramount Pictures. So there you go. All your online movie on demand video streaming services they should have it ready to go go check it out go rent it go buy it dude if you haven't seen top gun maverick you should just go see it in the theaters it's still out there still making money it's making titanic look like a little bitch just go watch top gun maverick it's awesome it is an awesome movie matt and uh thanks again paramount this is uh really awesome that uh we we got these codes now, if you want to see and hear, or not see, if you want to hear how excited Mike and I were about this film, you can go back to Real Film Nerds episode number 273 when we published our review of it on June 1st of 2022. Yeah, it was it was fun to finally get this movie, man. We had been teased it since like, I don't know, 
2019. It was and then two and a half the pandemic years. hit. Yeah, it was yeah. two and a half years. And then the pandemic hit, and then we just been waiting. Yeah. So I I love this movie. I I don't want to say it was well worth the wait, but it was well worth the wait. It it was a it's awesome. It's seriously they didn't try to, you know, be Top Gun. It was its own thing. I really I really enjoyed it. Yeah. No, it was awesome. It was really awesome. But all right. So uh I guess with that, man, I I th- I think we're all done here, so I will uh, go ahead and uh, take us out. So uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And uh, go out there, stream a movie. Go watch some Top Gun Maverick in the theater again. Um, You know, and uh, catch us on our next pod. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now go out and catch a movie. Joining me in studio now on Magic 99.1, it's Matt and Ma and Pa Hinshaw. Hello, everybody. Hi. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning. morning. You brought the whole family in, Matt. More like well, not I the whole family. In. Yeah, I'm missing a lot, but <laughs> the, uh, the elders. The How's elders. that? Well, we're so happy to have you in. And congratulations on the new grandbaby. Thank you. She's perfect. She I don't know. is. I haven't perfect. seen her. Yeah. Well, you saw your dad's picture. That's uh, all yeah. I saw. That's perfect, right? Yeah. Perfect. The well, grandpa's I can't just ahead. <laughs> She's just <Yes>. ahead. <laughs> Grandpa's proud because the baby was born on his birthday. So I get it. I would be too. So uh, you guys are in to talk about the movies, of course. You all saw Day Shift, the new Jamie Foxx movie. What'd you think, Matt? It's a movie. That's it. That's all you're going to no, say. It was, it was good. It was fun. Yeah. I'm not going to say it's absolutely incredible, but it was entertaining. Yeah. It's a it's a vampire hunter film that uh, <laughs> doesn't take itself super seriously. That's good. I wish it would have been a little bit funnier, but the ac- action sequences are pretty amazing because I don't remember if it's the director, the stunt coordinator. There's someone that's involved with John Wick, and so that's why it's really just insane on the action. Right. Okay. I wouldn't expect it to have a ton of action in it. Uh, lots of uh, vampire murdering. <laughs> vampire <laughs> murdering. Okay. Mom, what did you think? Did you enjoy it as much as Matt? Oh, yes. yes. I really liked it for a vampire movie. It was, I'd say, unique. Yeah. And a lot of the killing of the vampires was different than what the usual ones oh, are. Oh, you know? the stake to the heart, yeah, right. the garlic yeah. necklace. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Very good. What? Uh, how many reels are you going to give it, Matt? Uh, and I think it was fun. It was okay. It's nothing yeah. super insane. So yeah. I just give it three. You're only giving it I three. I enjoyed it. How yeah, many she's co- probably going to give it five because she cookies? likes murder. No. Because she <laughs> likes murder. <laughs> Hey, for a vampire movie, I I gave it a four because it was funny. Okay. And and the family part of it was fun. Right. And it's four. 
And she likes cute little Dave Franco. Well, who doesn't? Yeah, yeah. And Jamie Foxx, too. He's a favorite. Oh, he's a dog. Snoop Dogg was in that movie as well, right? Yeah, he was, I'll I'll say, that was like my favorite. So I have to say, (laughs) you know, you've probably seen several films with Snoop. I mean, I know you're a big fan. Yeah, big fan. You know, especially of of his music and his product. But um, (laughs) D-double-O-G-G, babe. What is it? Right, exactly. D-O-double-G. D-O-double-G, yeah. Um, He, uh actually acts in this film he's not he doesn't play he's not him his own yeah he does he always plays himself you know even if you go back to like starsky and hutch he plays huggy bear but no it's snoop dogg in this film he really tries hard to be a vampire hunter and i think he's pretty successful wow he has some of the more fun scenes now his acting's not great I, i won't condone that okay but well, it's Snoop Dogg. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a it's a lot of fun, especially what they did with his character at the end of the film. Okay, all right, that's good to know. Mm-hmm. Tell me, were there any snoozes, Ma? Not for me. No, no not from mm-hmm. you. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, very good. You guys can check it out on the uh, the podcast, which is the Real Film Nerds. What are you guys going to be reviewing next week? So it was not my pick for next week. I was trying to look it up. Yeah. Um, I am very interested in this film. Okay. Uh, we're sticking to uh, streaming services because there's just not a whole lot coming out. Right. Um, it's just the end of summer, so yeah. it's slow. Uh, this is a film. It's not a documentary. It's a film. It is based on a true story. A lot of people hopefully remember this. It's called 13 Lives. Oh, yes. Streaming on Amazon Prime. Yes. It's about the uh, kids that were trapped in caves, a soccer team with their coach in Thailand, and they were right. flooding. Yes. Okay. So this is the movie, not the documentary. The movie, on it. not yes. the documentary, but it's based on truth. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'll be anxious to see uh, what you guys think about that movie. Thank you for coming in this morning and safe travels back down to the valley to meet your brand new granddaughter, Ma and Pa. Thank you. You're welcome. See you later.